Hey everyone. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. Alright people, welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod. I'm your host, Troy Dog, the CEO of Vermoto.com. And this is a special, special show this week, guys. I am so excited. I've been I marked this on my calendar. I circled it. And I'm announcing the 2024 Troy Dog Squad Elite athlete program today the riders um, we even have a team manager for the first time i'm super excited so this show is dedicated to that big news and also joining me is uh ty Lube honda's luca marcelisi so that's also fun I, i've never talked to luca before and we get to, to learn a little bit about him today so um i don't have a co-host actually so it's just gonna be me talking but that's all right. I mean, we were supposed to have one. We were supposed to have Ginger Dog, and she was going to announce it. She was going to be part of this. She was going to do power rankings, and she ditched. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. So it's just me by myself again. And, I mean, it's Thanksgiving week. I didn't want to bother anybody. And, and also, like, I'm ragging on Ginger Dog, but it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Ginger Dog, you legend. So we're not going to be too, too mad at that. So, but it's, it's Thanksgiving week and it's Ginger Dog's birthday. And then Duke Dog, my youngest son, his birthday is also this week. So happy birthday to Duke Dog as well. He turns three. Anyway, that's, uh, that's what's going on in my world. So yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Um, our Guts Racing power rankings this week our Thanksgiving sides, our favorite Thanksgiving sides. So I think Ginger Dog said her number one was alcohol, so I wanted to add that to it. I thought that was pretty good. So that'll be on later in the show. We'll we'll get to those after the big announcement, of course. But yeah, Minios is this week. Let's start off with that off the the bat. Um, Minios is a very important race to me. I've actually been there twice. I went in 08 and 09. I followed the, well, Ezra Hastings, he's, he's a pro, he's been hurt, he blew his knees out and, and things like that, but uh, I followed his family down when he was on a PW50 racing down there in Cobras, so that's kind of how I got my start with Verb. Um, I, I did it, 09 Minios, I slept in a tent for a week, and I introduced myself to Travis Stewart, who was the film, well, one of the film I didn't want to say director because Wes was the director at that point, but, but Wes was filming Epic at that point and he was kind of burnt out. So many years that year, Travis was in charge of video and I sent him a Facebook message before I went down. I was like, Hey man, I'm going down with my, my friend's family. They're, you know, camping, they're racing. I don't, I just graduated high school. I don't know what I want to do. Um, I'm really a big fan of verb. Can I come help? That was basically it. And then the next morning he, sent me a message back and he was like, yeah, man, come on down and introduce yourself and let's do this. So I did just that and come to find out Travis didn't really think that I would actually show up. So, uh, it was kind of funny. The first day they, they were like, Hey, here's a camera. Go show us what you can do out there on practice day. And that was Monday. And so I'm out there. I didn't really, they didn't give me any other direction. They're just like, yeah, here's our camera. Go film. So I kind of stayed out there. I was having a good time. I, I don't know. I must have been out there longer than I thought. And then 
they came running to find me because they thought I stole the camera. So that's how, you know, my, my start with Verb happened. So just dream big, guys. Then you can be CEO 14 years later, you know, with your own pod. The most listened to pod on the Verb Moto Podcast Network. That's what you do. You sent your shot. Sent your shot. You shoot your shot. Yeah, that's what I did. So yeah, big, big uh, Minios fan here. Every time this week comes around, I get all in the feels and think about where I've been, what I've done, and uh, just how it all started. I wouldn't expect to be where I'm at today, um, just off of a Facebook message, but here I am. Also that week, um, you know, just befriending Wes and Brent that week, and they they invited me to go to MTF for a video shoot with Barsha. We were supposed to go to the farm to film with Ricky uh, Carmichael as well, but that ended up falling through. But we did go to Barsha's house. We did play poker with Barsha and Nick Myers and Gavin Faith and uh, Justin's mom. Lorraine was in the kitchen, like getting the snacks and lemonade. And it was just a good night, man. It was just, uh, I don't know. It was cool. It was like right before Barsha turned. No, he had already turned pro. He raced the nationals. So it was right before his first year in Supercross. Um, so we filmed a video at MTF. I got some shots in the video and all kinds of stuff. So that was also fun. Then after that, I went to Wes's house and he took me to DMXS radio. So that's kind of where my, my podcasting started. It was such a good experience. They let me talk so much. Um, no, but I was a big, big listener of, uh, DMXS radio and Kevin Kelly and David Iser. So it was cool to sit in and actually listen to a show. Um, so I got to do that. I stayed at Wes's house for an extra week after that, just kind of like hanging out and making plans. And that's when I went to Texas after that. It was just a good week, man. I stayed on the road for like two and a half weeks Ah, to be young again and have no, nothing going for you. Just, just a dream. And like $5 to your name. If we could go back and do that again, I would. That was a good good trip. So, yeah, that's that's my Minio story. Uh, just getting the feels this time of year. And it's cool to, to look back and, and see what you did and how you got here. So, let's see. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that week. Um, it was kind of, I would come off like, like weird right now, but like getting on with the verb crew then was like a dream come true. I had, um, I don't know. I, I just, since they started in 07, it was two years till then. So I would check the site every day. I was just into whatever they were doing, just watching all the videos. So when they gave me the call to say, Hey, like we don't come to MTF with us. Like that was crazy for me. I called home immediately and it was just like, I remember being on the phone with my mom just like holding back tears like dude I have to go here this is what I need to do and it all worked out so follow your dreams kids that's all I can say and if you want to send a Facebook message to somebody shoot your shot bro that's it what's the worst thing to say no or ignore you dude writers do that all the time to me still I'm like hey man can I get an interview nothing so all they can do is just say no or just like ignore you just keep shooting your shot all right. Uh, we pooped on Ginger Dog here. That's her. 
that's where I say like you you ditched me. That's horrible. What else I got here? Should we just get into it? I think we should just get into it. You guys are listening to hear the the 2024 squad team. I think it's time. Like let's just do this thing. It's been long enough. It's it's almost December. The team is set for the 2024 season and I have six riders for the squad this year. I got two new ones, four returning. And let's do the intros here. Um I didn't get the voice of God. You know the the opening ceremonies dude couldn't get a hold of him. I approached a goddess of supercross voice, Ginger Dog. She can't do it. So, I went with option number 3, which is myself. Hit it, T-Dog. From Terrell, Texas, riding for Bloxham Construction, number 866, Ashton Bloxham. Ashton is joining the squad for the fourth year now. Now, 23, let's see, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, fourth year already. Ashton Bloxham, one of the original members. I added him on as an amateur guy, racing Loretta's. And he's still uh he's still here, man. He makes us laugh. He sends us weird pictures. Um he actually raced all twelve of the nationals this summer. Qualified for Thunder Valley, finished thirty first overall. But man, he's just uh he's come back from a lot of shoulder injuries. And he's um I just I love supporting the dude. He's awesome. He definitely is what the squad is all about. He's a vibe. You never know what he's gonna say. He's kind of unhinged like that. And that's what we love about him. So, yeah, that's that's our guy. Oh, and he said he's the squad electrician too. So I think I get a deal on if I need any electrical work. So it's also why he's around. But yeah, I'm looking for big things from Ashton. He doesn't race Supercross, just an outdoor only guy. And he's doing it again this year. And we're looking forward to him making all 12 rounds. No, 11 rounds. Yeah, they changed it on us. All 11 rounds. Of the 250 class outdoors. So, welcome to the team again, Ashton Bloxham. From Menifee, California, riding for the Partzilla PRMX race team. It's number 85, Hunter Yoder. So, I added Hunter Yoder on for the full year. Um, Last year, we did the World Supercross thing. But, he's earned his full ride with us this year. I'm excited for the future of, of Yoder because his progression from where he started his career with Tyloop Honda a couple years ago to now has been significant. Um, there was a point where he was going to quit and it's like he was like a young amateur prodigy and he was just kind of burnt out and just Geico Honda had folded. And then he found a home with, with uh, Partzilla PRMX here with a tier deal for Supercross. And he might do some uh, Canadian Nationals as well, but yeah, Yoder joins it full time. I'm excited for this because, um, you know, he finished 14th overall in the 250 West last year. And I think he's going to be getting some top 10s this year, and we're excited to watch him grow. So Yo Dog is a, is a very big member of our squad this year. So looking forward to that. And you guys have enjoyed him on the pod. So expect more from Yoder from here on out. 
From Ubley, Michigan, writing for Rock River Yamaha, it's number 75 of Marshall Welton. Marshall joins the squad for the first time this year, and we're kind of the same guy, Troy Dog Welton. You know, I took over at Indy, he was down with me wearing all his gear and stuff, and that kind of just showed me that he was squad material. He let me do whatever he wanted. I kicked him out of his locker. And, you know, it was kind of a rough year for Marsh. He was not, he didn't get what he wanted to do um, with the Hep Suzuki team. He was expecting to do a lot better in 250SX. And then outdoors came around, he was expecting to get top 10s again and just be up in the mix like he was a summer before. But it just didn't turn out. He actually had an ACL tear. And um, that was it for the year. So it's uh, not what he was wanting, but we're going to help him rebuild here and see what he can do. Um, I'm excited for this. Marshall's a good dude. He's been in the sport a while, and he's on Rock River this year. He's doing 250 indoor, and which I'm assuming East Coast. I'm not sure yet. And 450 outdoors. So, yeah, like I said, he's coming off uh, ACL and... Both of his meniscus, those were all just destroyed. So he got surgery. He's been rehabbing in California and getting ready for the season with his trainer, Brock Tickle. And we're excited to have him on the squad. It's going to be awesome. T-Dog Welton's back. From Riverview, Florida, riding for JSR Motorsports Honda, number 66, Justin Starling. This will be Justin Starling's third season with the squad. And man, are we happy he's got some Honda support. The JSR program is growing every year. He's thriving. He's racing everywhere. He just raced in Paris. So he just takes me everywhere he goes. And we love Stardog, man. We, we, we hang out when we're at the races and stuff. Like we went like Nashville. We hung out all night. Like he's just, he's a broski now. So we can't have the squad without without Stardog. Um, one thing I think is really cool is throughout the squad um, friendship thing we got going on is that he he's very open and honest with what he wants to do with his program and his career and everything like that. So when we first started, he was like, man, I don't know. like We'll see how this goes. I'm feeling really good. And then he's had two of the best Supercross seasons of his career. And then it's like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. I'm not really getting support I need. But now, Honda support, we we could go for next 10 more years. Like the program can live on. He's very uh, rejuvenated. And he's just built himself a nice life right now. And he's just loving it and enjoying it. And that's dangerous for the competition. So... Expecting another big year in Supercross at a Star Dog, and just keep building this thing. From Riverside, California, riding for AEO Power Sports KTM, it's number fifty-three of Derek Kelly. There's when the fireworks go off. Yeah, DK, DK Dog's back. Oh, man, I really like DK. He's a good dude. And, like, the people that support him, he's, like, really into, like... Like, he's kind of quiet on the surface, but when you get to know him, he actually, like, does talk a lot and he tells you stuff. And he's, like, one of the best-kept secrets in moto. He, um... He doesn't say much. 
Like he, he doesn't want people to know. Even his trainers told me that, like, he just doesn't want to, you know, bother anybody with anything. So it's like this summer, the rider you saw in Supercross, well, obviously the rider you saw in Supercross was awesome. He had his career best um, finish in the 250 West region. He actually had a career best sixth place at the Glendale uh, Triple Crown. But DK, man, he got landed on at the last round at Salt Lake and it put him in the hospital. He was peeing blood. Um, it was a bad deal. He actually, um, a few years ago, he uh, had a terrible crash and he, he lost a kidney and his spleen. And then, and then actually after that, at Salt Lake, when he got landed on, he bruised his remaining kidney. So it's like, he still went and raced after that. Like, I would never, I would just like say, you know what? It's been a good year. Let's pack it up. But he raced through all that and didn't tell anybody. I love that, dude. Like, he just kept fighting through the, the pain and the uncomfortable, um, you know. I mean, I can't be, I can't feel good to lose all them internal organs and still be out there racing and he fought through it. And at Ironman, he has best finish through the summer. And uh, I'm, I'm just expecting another year like like outdoors didn't happen. I think um, he's going to have another top year in 250SX. He's getting more support from KTM with the AEO team. They got a new semi. It's just a whole new, new kind of look for that team. And uh, he's comfortable over there. He's got good people around him. It's a good team. And... He's just ready to rip. I think outdoors come around. He's going to be riding a 450. And he's going to be the secret of the summer. He's going to be the most, I would say, surprise, most surprising rider of the 24 450 outdoor series. So keep an eye out for that. And we'll keep following the story as it goes. But welcome back to the squad, DK. We're happy to have you, buddy. From Kona, Hawaii, riding for Rock River Yamaha. Number 23, Grant Harlan, the original squad athlete, returns for year number four on the program. What a year for Hard Doggy last year, man. Number 23, he earned that. He's, uh, man, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Like, when we started this thing, the speed was there. Like, he had already finished, like, 10th or 11th in a moto. Not 10th. It was, like, 11th in a moto couple like 12th overalls or something like that and some random nationals um and then uh, that was at the end of 20 or something i believe yeah so speed's there speed's always been there and that was kind of what stood out to me he got a fifth at the 250 sx east region at indy one night when they had the three rounds with covid um yeah man just stuck out to me and then last year he was able to get on with troll training get really in shape and just, he likes to suffer anyway. So to see him excel indoors in 450 Supercross wasn't a shock to me as it might've been for everyone else because he's always ridden a 450 really well. And then when outdoors came around, I'm like, dude, this guy can podium. And like, he didn't get a podium obviously, but like at rounds like Thunder Valley, he's battling with the factory guys since Rillo's ahead of him. It's just, uh, he showed what he was made of. And deep down, like I knew he could do it. And, you know, it's just cool to see how he's progressed. I'm bummed that he got hurt at Motocross of Nations, of course. Like I'm sure he is. Um, just kind of a, a weird injury right now, just trying to rehab it. 
he's been co-hosting this show, but you know, we'll come back to Supercross, pick up where we left off. We're number 23 now. That's elite. And we'll just keep going. Keep building. I'm expecting another year like it was. And uh, the squad would not be a squad without Grant Harlan. All right, another perk of being an elite athlete this year is I brought on a team manager. Because I'm going to be honest, guys. I mean, I'm pretty good at what I do. But I have six riders now, so I feel like I need someone else to help with guidance and, like, you know, ideas on how we can work together and get better. And um, someone who's been there and done that. Just, like, to, to help with issues, this man has seen everything there is to see in the sport. So I'm like, you know, what better way to have a guy who's been a champion in the sport to give advice to my riders, no matter what they need, someone to listen to and someone to give guidance throughout the year. Introducing our team manager for 2024 from Omaha, Nebraska. He's 1990-125 East Region champion. It's Den Dog, Denny Stevenson. He joins the squad as the team manager, our everything guy. Man, just so happy to have this guy on board. We don't even really know how to utilize him yet, but he's on board and he's here. So that's going to be fun just to interact. You know, he's all over Twitter. Every day he's making claims that, you know, just create a conversation. So, like, I want that guy on the team. And he's been down with the squad for a very long time now. So we're happy to have him as team manager and see where we go from here. This is uh, a cool, a cool team, man. I don't really still know. Well, I mean, I do like, this is a big deal for, for me and for verb and, and you guys out there seem to like it because you know, I feel like we're doing something. We're creating branding around these guys. We're creating awareness we got people using nicknames on the broadcast, not just people like Jason Wygant. He's using Hard Dog on the broadcast. It's just weird. Like we we've come a long way from the beginning, and we got to keep going. Got to keep marketing these dudes and building their careers and helping them out any way they they need it. So that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm here. We're just uh, we're a squad, man. That's what we're here for. So um. Follow all of our social accounts. Uh, we're going to be posting throughout the year, supporting one another. You know, just just join the squad, guys. That's all. That's all it is. It's just a vibe. We all love dirt bikes. It's just something cool to be a part of. So I thank all these riders and Danny Stevenson, former rider, on wanting to be a part of this. It's uh, really cool for everybody involved. So, all right, who wants to do guts racing power rankings now? I do. I love I love Power Rankings. I love Andy Gregg. I love everybody at Guts. They really, they really are uh, the best seat in the biz. And Ken Roxon uses it. Grant Harlan uses it. Hunter Yoder uses it. Everybody uses it. I'm sitting on one right now. I got all 17 colors that they provide. For 33 years, Guts Racing has prided themselves on being the innovators in seat technology. If you're looking for a comfortable and stylish place to park your end on your dirt bike, then look no further. Guts carries an extensive product line of seat covers and foam no matter what you ride. Use the code VERB20 at checkout to save on your order. What I liked about Guts this week was, 
you know, it's Thanksgiving. Okay, so like companies have weird hours. Andy goes up last week and puts a post out like, hey guys, this is when we're in office and this is when we're closed. If you put your order in, this is when we'll get it back to you and, and all that. Talk about customer service and Andy Gregg just caring about the people that want to order seats and, and clothing and everything they got in stock. Like it's a, uh, that guy's cool, man. Love Andy Gregg and the guys over at Guts for supporting the Guts Racing Power Rankings. So this week, Slaw and I are choosing the best Thanksgiving sides. Why not? Let's create a debate on this. Like, why not? This is what we need to be. Like, mine, my list is perfect. There's nothing nothing better than my list right now. I'm doing the top three. I wish I had Ginger Dog or somebody bounce an idea off of so we can, like, create a debate and, like, start yelling at each other. But my list is pretty hard to beat. So I'll do top three. Number one is absolutely stuffing. And if you don't pick stuffing, there's something wrong with your head because stuffing is the best creation since sliced bread, which is stuffing is bread. So if you get stuffing, also don't don't cook it in the turkey. You're gonna, you're setting yourself up for a foodborne illness on that. So don't do that. I don't think people do that anymore. But if you do, don't do that this year. You might get food poisoning and get salmonella. But cook it on the stove, throw some butter in there, and then throw some gravy on it. That's it. That's perfect. That's all you need for Thanksgiving. I could just eat that and be happy with Thanksgiving dinner. That's it. So stuffing's number one by a long, long ways ahead. Number two is uh, it's uh, something that's not going to be on our Thanksgiving table this year because our kids don't eat it. And I'm the only one that really likes them. So Ginger Dog was like, eh, let's scrap it. We're going to have sweet potatoes instead. But mashed potatoes. You got to get the Yukon Gold. And Ginger Dog makes the best mashed potatoes ever. She puts so many like spices and ingredients in it. Lots of butter, milk. That's number two, man. And we're not having it this year. I'm very sad about it. So just striking out over here, really. It's a bummer. Mashed potatoes, number two. And then number three is a family specialty because of my wonderful wife. She makes this awesome cornbread casserole. It's a perfect mix of everything. You put some gravy on it. It's it's phenomenal. You got cornbread. I mean, I'm sure everyone has some form of cornbread casserole. It's pretty, pretty basic. But we got cream corn, regular corn, and then uh, cornbread mix. It's just so good, dude. I, I, I'm thinking about it right now. I... It's so good. That's podium for me. And then four and five, I'm not going to share with you guys until tomorrow when it comes out. So when you're sitting around Thanksgiving table or, you know, you're sitting around the living room with your family tomorrow, just, just hit up Vermoto and, uh, we'll post on Instagram too, but just, just hit up there and then get in the comment section section and start telling Slaw how much he sucks at picking Thanksgiving sides, you know? Also, on Veramoto, if you are bored tomorrow with the family, start clicking on all my stuff. Team previews. Got that. Did PRMX this week. I'm doing Team Solitaire on Friday. Uh, let's see. No, on Saturday we'll post that. Um, also, like I said, we got Short Dogs Takes. I just wrote one about Geico Honda and how many prospects they've had through the years and how they changed the game. 
been real big on nostalgia lately. And I got to talk to Justin Bogle about the 2012 squad of uh, Geico Honda. And it got me thinking like, hey, when Kennard came on and changed the game from amateur to pro with the Geico Honda team, it created like a whirlwind of of success after success after success on the, the riders that they would pick up. And so I went back and I looked through all their teams and, you know, put each team from 20 or 2008 until they closed the doors in 2020 and just kind of went through every rider they have of why it was successful. I mean, they, they have a program that, that star racing uses to this day. They're signing that next dude between Loretta's and, and Minio's. And it's just every year, it's like the next guy coming in and they've been successful with it too. So, you know, Geico helped change the game when it comes to prospects in the sport. And it's just cool to look back on. You know, these guys come into the team as of 2012 when it was Bogle and, uh, you know, Tomac, Barsha. They all were just trying to make it. They didn't really have, like, they had come in with clout, but this was before all the wins and all the championships. And they're just, you know, just trying to, to make something of their career. So it's a cool story. Check that out. Click on all my stuff. Power rankings, of course. We have a ton of Minio's content this week. You know, we're the go-to on amateur motocross. So lots of good stuff to click on on verbmoto.com. We need to click. So thanks for reading. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks to Guts Racing for coming on board of the power rankings. And uh, that's, that's it, man. Thanks for listening to the squad intro. And me ramble about Thanksgiving food. Next up is Ty Lube Honda's Luca Marcellisi. Get to know him a little better. And we, we talk about like his career to this far. We talk about Benny Bloss and Grant Harlan, of course. Um, and we, we talk about what he likes to do outside of moto. Like he's lived at MTF his whole life, basically. So there's not much to do. So we try to paint a picture of who Luca is. And he's a cool dude. So I hope you enjoy. And I'll see you on the other side. All right, my guest today on the Squad Pod, I'm joined by Tyler Honda's Luca Marcellisi, the hitman. What's up, dude? Nothing much, man. Just riding and training, getting used to the new bike. Yeah, finally captured the hitman. I, we've never talked before, so um, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I was telling you before we went on, on air here that uh, your boy Benny was texting me the other night and... Um, you guys got to have a pretty cool year last year with the Rock River team. It was Benny, you, and Harlan, and I guess they never cornered you into to shaving your head. Oh, they tried. They tried for pretty much uh, uh, the whole season, but I didn't cave. <laughs> I can't go bald. That'd be a bad look for me. Yeah, I mean, you were the only guy with hair over there. Everyone was, you know, betting each other, and I don't know, man. Are you, I'm glad you got out of there unscathed. Yeah, me too. I mean, Benny, Benny's still asking me to do it, so. And he's very good at talking you into things, too. Yeah, he thinks he is, but he's not going to get me. He's not going to get you. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, Benny's a good dude. Hey, actually, before we move on to this, you've heard him sing, right? Sing? Yeah, you've heard him singing, right? I have never heard Benny sing. See, Harlan said that, too, but I, I, every time I came around the pit last year, he was just singing, and it and he's so bad at singing. 
I need to hear that for sure. I'm about to, I'll, I'll have to call him later. He's god awful at it, and he's always doing it. <laughs> I can imagine. He's always singing like Taylor Swift and stuff. It's it's horrible. That sounds like Benny. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm just bitter because uh, I'm a Bengals fan, you know, and he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're struggling right now, but. On with you though, um, you actually had a deal with the Dirt Bike Depot guys and then you got a call from Ty Lube. So how did all that go down? Yeah, so I signed with uh, Max over at Dirt Bike Depot and he gave me a, a great opportunity. Um, and then obviously Michael Hicks and, and Ty Lube parted ways. So they were looking for another East Coast guy. And, and funny enough, I was actually about to buy a, a brand new Yamaha like the day that Ty Lube called me. Um, and yeah, Sean Morris over at Tyler called me and, and he said, we, we got an offer for you and if we're interested, like it's all yours. And I, I mean, I jumped at it right away. You know, it's a, it's a really good deal for me. And I think kind of, I needed a change, you know, I've been on Yamaha for the last four years, I think. So yeah, it was just, it just happened at a weird time in the, in the right time. So I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. So is this a super cross only deal or are you going to be doing other stuff? Uh, it's actually supercross and outdoors they're doing outdoors this year for the first time um so it just it worked out really good that does yeah are you gonna have uh the option to do 250 and 450 i guess for outdoors uh i think so we're, we're discussing it but obviously we're, we're kind of focused on supercross right now so yeah yeah i'm jumping the gun because you just it sounds like you just got the bike and yeah I, this is uh today was my third fourth day on it are you down at mtf still yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's a good opportunity. They're they're actually located like two hours from me in, in Louisville, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Good deal. Um so yeah, you've been you, you alluded to that you've been pro two seasons now. Um both have been on Yamaha with Rock River Support. Uh you moved up to four fifty this past summer. Um yep. so like you had some great finishes there. You were top 15 at three rounds overall. You had your yep. career best at Red Bud. You finished 11th in a moto. Yep. How do you feel your summer went? And uh, kind of go off that to how you feel your pro career has gone so far. Yeah, I mean, um, on the outdoor side this year, uh, I mean, I feel that I made some really big gains. Um, definitely the 11th at Red Bud was, was pretty cool for me. Uh, the goal was to hopefully get one top 10, but we didn't quite get it done. But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I think I made really big gains compared to, to my rookie year. Um, and I mean, I, I was pretty happy with it. Obviously the, the last two rounds didn't really go the way I wanted it. I ended up hurting my shoulder at Unadilla and it kind of bothered me a good bit those last two rounds. And, and that's why I didn't do SMX. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was progress and you can't complain when you have progress. So. Yeah, and and with the with the the added, you know, Rock River stepping up. They you've been a Yamaha guy like you said. You you um been on them for a while. And and switching to the Honda um first week on it or so, what what are some differences you feel from each bike? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a little bit skinnier up front um compared to the Yamaha. Um and just just the, the power difference is a little different in the motor. But, I mean, it, I honestly like the way the, the Honda turns way better than the Yamaha. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm really stoked because it's so far, and I've only had four days on it, and I haven't even tested yet. So, I think once I test, I'm going uh, to get really comfortable. And, um, 
I think it'll be good. And, and uh, there's some different stuff. Obviously, like I'm running Hoosier tires instead of Dunlop, and I actually really like them. Um, so there's just some different stuff. Mainly, main thing I did, I felt though, is just uh, the turning of the bike. Um, it just sticks really good into the turns, and, and that's a big thing for me because str- I've struggled with having the bike turn um, on Yamaha a good bit. So, yeah, and and like you said, you've been. This will be the year number three for you. Um, you've been yeah. progressing. Are you happy with the way that it's gone and, and the way your progression is going? Uh, I wouldn't say. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm happy, but definitely not. Looking back at my my rookie season and especially Supercross last year, I, I didn't really, I didn't really do much, and and that's on me. You know, I mean, I came in prepared and I just didn't perform very well. Um, I mean, I had a decent Tampa last year. I got 17th in the main, but it's just definitely been a big learning curve for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, definitely could have done better and should have done better but i mean it is what it is it's in the past and, and i'm focusing on just having a really good supercross season this year so what was the biggest shock i guess from moving from amateur to pro that you really had to focus on learning yeah so i went i went uh pro supercross was actually the first pro race for me so i mean i never rode supercross as an amateur unfortunately so just like going to new tracks every weekend having to to kind of bust out all the rhythms in free practice right away and, and throw down a fast lap was a was a big thing for me and I struggled with it a lot and then obviously whoops are always a, a big learning curve for everyone um, so I think just doing new tracks every weekend and, and the intensity was a big thing too I mean everyone in in 250 class East Coast is, is pretty gnarly so it's just you gotta you gotta be on point yeah so that's pretty interesting with you. You've kind of always trained at MTF, right? You've been an MTF guy for quite a bit. Yeah, very long time. <laughs> yeah. So, did you ever get a chance to ride it there? Uh, Supercross? Yeah, just like the tracks that they have? Uh, never as an amateur. Like, nowadays they throw the amateurs on it, but when I was younger, it was kind of more strict. Like, no amateurs on Supercross, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I never did Monster Cup or anything like that. So, I just, I never got around to doing it. Um, but... Yeah, I just I wish I would have did it, but it is what it is. Yeah, and that's interesting because there's so much there's such a focus on S, uh, Supercross futures now, and you, yeah. you know it came on after you went pro, obviously. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I can see how that would benefit a guy of your caliber coming in because you know you were fast. I mean, you had a great B year coming in. That's kind of where yeah. you na- that's kind of where I first heard of you in B class. Um, yeah, I had a really good. Year my, my last year or my last year was, was pretty solid. Yeah, man, third and a seventh. That, that's legit. Yeah, I threw away a title, but <laughs> decent. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, then the next year, A class didn't really go your way. Yeah, I ended up breaking my back that year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, other than that, I mean, you've been kind of your name's been there. You've been kind of under the radar, like you know, like all these other guys getting the star rides coming through, but you, you've battled with them. So yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, it's an interesting story. And then, you know, like, like you said, like you're not progressing how you'd, you'd say you're happy with it, but I mean, it's there, you can see it. Yeah, for sure. And as racers, like, you know, we, we always want more, you know, so it's just, mm-hmm. it's a fine line. And, um, I've definitely 
I can definitely be up there, and, and I know I can be. I just have to, like I said, I just got to perform on the weekends, and that's what I'm shooting for this year. So so getting starts and uh, whoops, that's what we're working on right now. Yeah, definitely definitely starts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, yeah, so we've never talked. So I don't really know much about you. There's not much information out there. Yeah. I know you've been an MTF guy. Um, living at a training facility really isn't that fun, I can imagine. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Yeah, so uh, I don't live at the facility anymore. I've had an apartment now for a year. Um, but, I mean, not much. To, like, we're in the middle of nowhere, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. not much to do, honestly. Like, I, but I, I play a lot of golf. So, like, that's kind of my thing. Um, I mean, other than riding and, and golfing and that whatnot, that's, that's pretty much it, honestly, for me, at least. But yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere. So there's really not much to do. Is there any golf courses down there? Yeah, there's actually a good amount. Um, we're like right by uh, like FSU, like an hour from FSU um, oh, okay. in Tally or Tallahassee, Florida. So there's, there's a good amount of courses down there. And then, there's like one right by my apartment, so there's there's a good bit. Who do you play golf with? Uh, I usually play with like Gavin Towers, um, TJ Albright, uh, just a few of my buddies that like I ride with and whatnot, like Nate Thrasher sometimes, uh, Smith, just a bunch of the star guys, and then I mainly play with Gavin Towers. So. Yeah, we need to get like some kind of of golf invitational for the pro riders going because yeah, that'd be sick, dude. Everybody plays now. I know it's, it's crazy how many of us play. It's just like the most like high, like least risk thing we can do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're risking your life on the weekend. At least here you can just swing a club and try not to, you know, blow your back out on a swing or something. Yeah, for sure. That would be cool. Though. I've always wanted to just like play with a bunch of of the guys and whatnot. So, are you any good? I, I mean, I'd like to say I'm good. I mean, like I shoot like maybe like high eighties. So, I mean, I'm decent, I guess, but, I mean, not, I guess, I don't know. It's, it hard, I guess it's hard to say, like, I'm all right. I can hit the ball. Yeah. I th- I've heard Jordan Smith's pretty good, right? Oh, he's actually, like, insane. Yeah, he's really good. Like, might go pro soon? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if he tried, maybe after he's done racing one day. Yeah. No, man, it's, it's cool. Like, I, it's just, you've grown up very differently you know at a training facility it's it's not it's not it's i've been to mtf it's it's i stayed like one day and i was like i'm so bored here like what do people do um yeah (laughs) it's a very small community there um when you first got there to now and you've gotten so much better is it is it kind of cool knowing that kids probably go there looking up to you now and then when you were there you were looking up to guys that were kind of graduating out of there? Yeah, for sure. It's when I look back and, and see like the first few years I was there, it's pretty, pretty crazy to me, like how far I've come and, and I forget that sometimes. And like our, like Colleen and, and Lil Brian kind of have to remind me sometimes, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and when I came here, like Smitty, like was like the guy. So I, I he was a big part of like, and whatnot and i just looked up to him and it's pretty cool that i get to like race him now and 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 whatnot so yeah you got you guys have uh you know become friends obviously and uh, that's pretty cool too because he's he's had like a second coming here with star so that's also cool for him yeah for sure he's he's been on one so 
Yeah. And, um, man, it's like, uh, Minio's week. So I'm sure that's, it's kind of, you know, it's your year three on pro career now, but I'm sure you kind of miss going back to Minio's. That's like your old stomping grounds. Yeah, I always, I always actually did pretty good at Minio's. I would say that's probably one of my favorite nationals or amateur nationals. Um, I wouldn't say I, I miss amateur racing per se, <laughs> but if I had to pick one, that would definitely be it. Yeah, I was thinking this week because I, I used to go there a couple times and it's just a whole different vibe, you know? Everyone's like, like Thursday hits and everyone's just inviting you over for, for Thanksgiving. It's just cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely crazy how many how many people go there and like how cool like the, the community is. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a, a cool race to go to. Exactly. So so coming into this year, what, what expectations do you have on yourself? Yeah, I mean, just... It's kind of, I'm kind of putting it around right now, but I mean, definitely want to be a main event guy every weekend without a doubt. Um, I'd like to be a top 15 guy and then, and then hopefully, uh, just kind of build as, as each round goes. Um, but I mean, top 15 would be great. And then if I can sneak some top tens in there, I, I'd be stoked. So I just, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself last year and, and I had really big expectations and I think they're kind of unrealistic for me. Um, and it, it just kind of, it, it made me crumble a little bit. And uh, we're just kind of see where we're at around one and then go from there. Uh, what what expectations does Coach Benny have for you? Benny doesn't really say, honestly. He just, <laughs> he, uh, I, think, I think he just kind of sees what the night brings. And he either usually, he never really just tells me it's good. He just says I have to be better, so. Yeah, it's just always it. Like, you just have to be better. Like, what does yeah. that mean? Like, okay, so we'll be better. What what's gonna make you happy, Benny? Yeah, I know he's he's never happy, honestly. He's but, not. Yeah, he came to he came to Iron Man, and I had a really rough Iron Man. He was not so. He was at Iron Man. Yeah. Wow, and he didn't even say hi to me. I know he's messed up. He only he only comes over when he needs something. That that is him, and I'm glad you survived that because you know Harlan and him last year, they were they're, you know, just like you said, they're nothing's good nothing's good enough um we're always in a bad mood kind of yeah yeah i mean grant was pretty like like him and him and benny were ragging on me pretty pretty good during the supercross season but benny wasn't there for outdoors so grant was pretty pretty chill all season and i did a little bit better outdoors obviously so they didn't have as much material to to rag on me (laughs) also harlan's just a follower on, on whatever benny says i don't know Grant. i just know grant was pretty chill during outdoors so it was good yeah, it was a good season for for everybody under under that tent. You know, it was kind of a good vibe. And um, oh yeah, it was it was it was really good vibes. Me me and Grant uh, and Colton Eigerman all outdoors was it was it was great. It was just light vibes and everyone was happy pretty much. Hard Dog was stoked, so he did <laughs> he killed it all outdoors. So it was it was good. The nickname, man, it stuck. The nickname, yeah, for sure. Definitely gonna miss having him under the tent every weekend. But yeah, you can go visit him. I mean, it's yeah. you guys will be like. Parked right next to each other, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah, probably. He might cool guy me. I don't know. He did, he did too good last year. If he cool guys you, you let me know, and we'll get it I handled. Will. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> we don't let we don't like when people cool guy us. Maybe Benny, too. Benny's a big beta guy now, so I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He's a big uh, factory guy now. Yeah, we'll see. Well, okay, so your, your nickname's The Hitman. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a cool nickname. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, the way I got it, it's not that cool, but like, I guess it, it's pretty cool. I guess whenever they, whenever I actually get acknowledged for it. Okay, it was the announce. What's the announcer's name that gave it to you? I can't remember. Uh, Matt Watson, Megawatt. Yeah, Megawatt. So, how did you get the nickname? So my uh, B class year, I think twenty twenty, um, at my regional, I uh, was at High Point and. Uh, Megawatt was announced in there, obviously, and I guess just, I literally started, like, probably, like, dead last every moto at my regional, um, and I came back, and I think I won, maybe, I know I won three classes, and I got second in one, in one of the others, um, but, yeah, I guess he just, I guess, because I'm Italian, and I came from the back every moto, he, he kind of just put two and two together, and he said it, and I kind of did the same thing at Loretta's that year unfortunately but he just kept using it and he's kind of the, the guy who, who put it on the map so I guess it just stuck it is a very cool nickname and I like it but I, I just didn't know if you like took someone out or you know I, I know it's the... no, I'm not, I, that's what everyone thinks when they when they hear it but it's just from me getting horrible starts and coming to the pack okay yeah we need to work on our starts then like you said because yeah definitely. Yeah. okay yeah no man it's a uh... It's cool. I, I like the nickname. It's stuck. It definitely made me, like, at Loretta's watching you, I'm like, okay, I got to watch this guy. It's a cool nickname, and um, that's kind of what stuck out for me. So that's that's where I kind of yeah. first heard of you, too. Yeah, it was pretty cool because he does outdoor races. So, like, obviously, whenever I was closer to the front this year, he was, he was using it. So it was pretty cool. That is cool. And it's something to take with you your whole career. So you got you to gotta put a butt patch or something on or yeah. put it on your helmet. I had one. At, I had one at Unadilla. Oh, okay. So it's been done. But yeah, yeah. Like I, I just feel like I'm not like I don't know if I want to run it yet, just because like I want to get up there first, and then it might be cool to to have it. But we'll see. Hey, man. Uh, Jeremy McGrath was running Showtime in C class, so you can just run with it. Yeah, true. I can see. I'll see what I, I'll see what the gear company says. <laughs> yeah, right. You imagine that a C class rider just running Showtime on his pants? Hey, it worked out. It did work out, yeah. But this can—I mean, Hitman's going to work out for you too. Yes, so sir. You got to run with it. It's good branding. Um, yeah, and you get some merch, man. You should. There you go. You can make money off this. Yeah. You gonna? You think you'd slide Megawatt in on them profits? Oh, for sure. I have to. He's, he's the origin. That's right. So you're saying if 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 Harlan uses Hard Dog, I have to rake in the profits there. I think so. Okay. It's only fair. It is. That's what I think. Yeah. Maybe I can get rich off that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I'm sure people will buy some hard dog merch. That's what I'm saying. We got something going on. I don't know what it is still, but it's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I I really wanted to just paint a picture, but you just like to golf. Like, I just wanted some, like, weird hobbies that you do. Like, what are you good yeah. at? I mean, just... I don't really do anything besides that, like. I'm just, I mean, I'm super invested in the training, obviously, and it's just, that's pretty much it, honestly. Like, there's just not much to do, and that's, like, I, I really like to golf, so, I mean, that's just pretty much all I do other than riding. Can you sing? No, I can't sing. I wish. Okay, I'm trying to find out who the best singer in moto is, so it's not you. I might, I'd probably be better than Benny. Oh, you're way better than Benny, dude. Don't worry, you yeah. already got him beat. He's, yeah. he's god-awful. Like right when you get off phone, just te- text and be like, "I heard you're horrible at singing." I will. I'm trying to get that going. So, yeah, 
Everyone that sees Benny, just run from him. Yeah, man. Um, that's really kind of all I had. I just wanted to paint a picture of what you got going on for next year, and uh, I'll definitely stop by the Tyloo pits at, at uh, the races, and, and I'll I'll yeah, meet man. you. You can put a name to a face. Yeah, for sure. That'd be sick. I'd be stoked to meet you finally. You want to make it happen? It, it's which honestly should have already happened. Like I'm kind of upset. Yeah. Did you even see me at all? Uh, I think I saw you at one round. I don't remember which one, but I think, I believe it was you. Cause you're talking, someone, I think it was you cause you were talking to Grant. I don't remember which round it was though. Man, you should have just come up. Cause I didn't, every time I came over, I was like, where's Luke at? And they're like, he's not around. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little shy sometimes. So. You don't seem shy. We got to get you out of your shell. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> No, Benny, Benny and Grant kind of put me out of my shell a little this year, so that's good. Now we can grow from it, and yeah, we'll we'll make we'll make this happen. We'll meet up and uh, yeah. have a good time. So for sure, thanks for joining me on the the pod today, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I, I'm, I'm stoked. Absolutely, we'll get you on, and uh, we'll, we'll meet you soon. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely, man. You take care. You too. All right. See you. All right, people, that'll do it for another episode of the Squad Pod. I really appreciate you guys listening and sharing the word about this show. Um, They seem to be growing every week. I appreciate that. Just tell tell everybody about it. Like when you're at Thanksgiving, just randomly, you know, everyone likes to talk about weird stuff like politics, weather, awkward things. Just, Just randomly shout out during dinner. Like, hey guys, you ever listened to Squad Pod before? It's on Vermoto Podcast Network. Like, you should. And, like, tell everyone about it. If you could just throw that in there at dinner, I'd appreciate it. So, get more listeners like that. Um, Yeah, man. Thanks to uh, Bub Dog, Duke Dog, Ginger Dog, Boots Dog. I didn't think Boots Dog last week. Sorry about that. She's a very important member of the squad, and she posts on Twitter every week for no reason just to support the show and i don't know why she's still doing it i asked her one time and she's like yeah i got you bro and then that's it like she just keeps doing it and i appreciate that like we should probably send you some verb merch or something like i said i would it's on its way not right now but like it's going to be like i gotta talk verb west into the budget see how much we can get going but you deserve some form of shirt or something so thanks boots dog Shout out to CMXR dog. He said he was going to fill in to do the voice of God. Um, I had to do this show on short notice, so we didn't get to link up. But CMXR is a big fan of the squad, and we appreciate him. He should probably get a shirt as well, because he's been down since day one. Uh, yeah, I'm not thanking bird dog or, or chili dog this week. I'm thanking slaw dog. That's it. I'm thankful for slaw dog this week. That's it. That's it. Just go on with your day. Like, why am I not thinking the other two? It's just just business, baby. That's the way we do it. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to Luca Marcelisi for being a guest. And Viva La Squad. Thanks to you guys for, for being there and being my athletes and being elite. We got a big year ahead of us, and let's get down to it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.